Yes, it's the Tromposaurus, the weird, the wicked, the woe-is-me walnut-brain leader of the milk and honey preservation. Step lively and listen up, for you are entering the dangerous, uncharted territory of the T-Rump Dig. Day 942. Let's do some math here. The Trumposaurus squatted at the Flat Rock Lectern, looking out at his latest audience, a few dozen Royal Dutch shell planters in the beaver beltlands of Pensapolitia. The T-Rump's gaze passed over their slobbery mugs one at a time. He frowned. He knew full well gatherings like these were captive audiences, but the Dinos here genuinely looked like they'd rather be somewhere else. The T-Rump sniffed. Too bad. This was an official oval dwelling event, and they'd just have to live with it. He picked out a particularly sour-looking puss in the front row and leaned over him. You there. Let me guess. You absolutely have to be here, don't you? We all do. The boss said if we don't show up, we won't get our mula mula leaves. Anything else? He said we can't boo you, or be disrespectful, or even gnash our teeth, like menacingly. I mean, that's a natural instinct. Hmm. A smile now and then wouldn't hurt, you know. Boss didn't say anything about smiling. The T-Rump sighed. This was why he didn't spend much time with the little Dinos. They didn't pump his ego enough, or even know how to flatter him properly. He straightened and looked out at the rest of the crowd. You're all here. That's good. Okay, all right already. So you have to be here. Of course you have to be here. I'm here. Love me, hate me, you need me, believe me. And I'm going to be speaking to some of your union leaders to say, I hope you're going to support the T-Rump, okay? And if they don't, vote them the hell out because they're not doing their job. It's true. It's true. Vote them out. There was a low rustling in the audience as each Dino shifted awkwardly from one foot to the other. The T-Rump grinned broadly and continued. Let's talk about the booming economy. Booming. Pay no attention to those lies from the extreme radical left donkey congress. The chopstick chow mein are eating those tariff raptors, eating them. We're helping the combine farmer dinos with big tariff raptor mula mula coming in. Billions coming in. The audience stared back at him, stupefied. T-Rump, how can you squat there and say that? It was the Jake Tapper. The T-Rump recoiled in surprise. Say what? There's a Minnesota farmer dino, the Gary Wirtish, who says his dinos are hurt and struggling that your words in your troller tweeties are not helping matters, that this problem is self-inflicted by you, and after a year of this, you don't even have a plan B. What do you say to that? What do I say? Yes, I say, I say, I have the best dinos on top of this, like the Peter Navarro. Peter, get out here and tell this Jake Tapper and these dinos about all the things we're doing to the chopstick chow mein. All the things. There are so many things, aren't there? Go ahead and tell them. The things. Peter Navarro strutted out from the shadows to take the T-Rump's place at the lectern. The T-Rump took two steps back and stood there silently, working his jaw like he was chewing on something important. The Peter Navarro raised a short arm in the air. First off, I want to say that the T-Rump has the backs of all the combine farmer dinos in the mid Midwest. The mula mula leaves the tariff raptors are gathering goes straight back to the combine farmers. So the combine farmers are behind the T-Rump. Combine farmers are starting to lose patience, said the Jack Tapper. You say that the entire burden of the Tariff Raptor War is being borne by the Chopstick Chow Mein. And that is absolutely true. But a study by Harvard Harbor Dinos, you did go to Harvard, didn't you? 
I did. So this is your old school that found that milk and honey preservation dealers are paying 95% of the difference here, and the chopstick chowmein only 5%. That dog won't hunt. Let's do some math here. No, Peter, you've dodged every one of my questions, so I don't have time for your math, but I do know someone who does. I believe you know the John Brinkley. Uh-oh, thought the Peter Navarro. Not the John Brinkley. The Peter Navarro's confidence was swallowed in the sand like a raindrop in the desert. The T-Rump had sent in his relief Dino, and now the Jake Tapper his. And the John Brinkley was no slouch. The veteran Forbes magaziner crunched numbers as a late-night snack. The John Brinkley stepped to the fore. Yes, let's do some math, Peter. Ah, uh, yes, okay, well, you see now, our Dinos here spend 14 trillion moolah moolah leaves per year, and 10% of 300 million is, uh, 30 million. You're just noise, Peter, just noise. You need to stick to the subject. That 14 trillion number is global. We're talking chopstick chow mein here, who we have a deficit of 560 billion with, and we owe over 1 trillion. How do you like those numbers? Do you know how long it takes a denote nation to collect one trillion moolah moolah leaves? I didn't think so. Why would we want to be sicking our tariff raptors on them? I, uh, we see no such data, <coughs> he coughed. Because you're reading the data wrong. After his being in the oval dwelling for two and a half years, you might want to tell the T-Rump how a tariff raptor war really works. The tariff raptor moolah moolah coming into the Dino treasury? None of it comes from chopstick chow mein. Not one leaf. It all comes from our own dinos paying for chopstick chow mein goods. The milk and honey preservation are the dinos picking up the tab. Just like the $24 billion you've now given the combine farmer dinos to keep them from starving. T-Rump stepped forward. I want some fake news. I mean good news, and I want it now. Sorry, T-Rump. You've also conveniently forgotten or failed to understand that the Xi Jinping can put stimulus moolah moolah into the chopstick chow mein without asking for approval and he doesn't have to worry about an election next year. Oh, and he did not devalue his moolah moolah. That was your 12,000th lie, wasn't it? Damn. One more thing. The chopstick chow mein dinos are coming for a visit in two weeks. If you can't iron things out, what then? The T-Rump and the Peter Navarro shared an uneasy look. The John Brinkley shook his head. You know, you better hope they show up. If they don't, you may be without a deal for the remainder of your days in the Oval Dwelling. That's not a good look. Can you say reptile recession? After the meeting, the Royal Dutch shell planters filed out of the gathering area. One Dino turned to his co-worker. And to think you almost stayed home. Do you feel better now? Do I? I'm getting paid and I'm voting Donkey Congress. Day 946. Pris Family Robinson. I am the chosen one. The Trumposaurus held his short arms high and positively gleamed at the media circus tops gathered before him. A few of them hemmed and hawed. Those more embarrassed than others looked off to the side. A couple turned around in complete disbelief. The T-Rump's latest, greatest whisperer, the Wayne Allen Root, jumped in to fill the void. Our leader, the T-Rump, is the greatest leader for the Jewish Sora of East Jerusalem in the history of the world, not just the milk and honey preservation. He is the best leader for East Jerusalem ever, and the Jewish Sorai Dinos in East Jerusalem love him like he's the king of East Jerusalem. They love him like he's the second coming of the Dino God Almighty. And importantly, I said like, but I can't even tell the difference. Wow, can you stand it? Most Dinos there couldn't. 
More than a few of the media circus tots caught themselves wishing they were 2,000 miles away. Which brings us to the whereabouts of the Dinosaur Kingdom's Pris Family Robinson. The Kushner Tops, his wife the Tavanka Natrix, and their three Dino Tots, eight-year-old Arabella, five-year-old Joseph, and three-year-old Theodore, slogged through the high sand dunes alongside a shallow sea deep inside the Wyoming Valley. It was a hundred degrees in the blistering heat. The Kushner Tops stopped to squat beside the water. I, uh, I think we're lost. Oh, I'm sure we lost them a few days ago, his wife said, referring to the paparazzi pics, freewheeling distant cousins of the media circus tops. No, I said we're lost. The two dinos looked at each other. The dino tots lapped up the salt water, then coughed and sputtered. Daddy, said Arabella, make the awful taste go away. I'm afraid that's one of the few things your father can't do, sweetheart. Tavanka turned to her husband. That and keeping us from getting lost, she hissed through clenched teeth. You're the one who wanted to leave in such a hurry, he snapped. Grab the kids and go, you said. Your father... He stopped and looked down. She grasped his short arm with hers and looked into his eyes mournfully. I know, I know. I'm sorry, sweetheart. We had to get out of there. Father was having a bad day. A crazy get-the-hell-out-of-town because this Dino is Looney Tunes bad day, Jared corrected. He said that if you're a Jewish source and you want to donkey Congress Dino in power, you are totally without intellect and disloyal. We, you, me, are Dino Tots. We are Jewasauri. Does he not know this? How could he be so stupid? The word echoed through the sand dunes. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Do it again, Daddy, said Joseph. Do it again. No, your father will not say it again. She turned to Jared. You know how he gets when he has a chance to pick on minority Dinos, women, and the Donkey Congress. It's almost as good as cheating on Timalania. It's what he lives for. And taking over Greenlandia, my God, what was he thinking? Such an idiot. Idiot, said the wee Theodore. Grandpa, idiot. Jared and Tavanka looked at their youngest Dino Tot and melted. His first words. They quickly compartmentalized the cherished family moment and returned to the chaos at hand. Jared, this whole Greenlandia thing was a setup for him to get out of a meeting with the Denmarkus Dinos, our allies. His only friends are our foes, wicked evil dinos like the Kemjongadon and the Putenadon. He knew the Denmarkus would call his advances absurd, allowing him to then call them nasty and cancel his trip. The Putenadon will be so very pleased. Jared reached for her arm. I don't know how you do it, honey. You continue to amaze me. The love you have for your father when he does the most callous things, even now when he's prepared to strip baby dinos from their mothers once more and keep them in captivity forever. Forever she whispered. It sounds so long. Together they looked down at their three Dino Tots playing in the sand. She turned to her husband, wrapped her tail around his, and drew him in close. Let's stay here, Jared. No more media circus tops. Just the children. Just us here, where we're safe. She looked around. In this desolate desert, it does come with a beach. He mulled it over with an arching right eye. Well, I would avoid the solitary sinkhole, but what about water? We'll die of thirst out here. We'll pray for rain. Kids, start praying. The Dino Tots stopped and looked to their parents. Which way is East Jerusalem, Mama? asked Arabella. Tavanka turned to Jared, who gave her the how the hell should I know look. But he needn't worry, for at that instant came the sound of an approaching Dino. Jared was about to holler, run for the hills, when he recognized the Dino cresting a nearby sand dune. There you two are, and the kids too. How sweet. Mick? Tavanka asked. 
It was the McMulvaney. Yes, boy, that was some walk. Glad I caught up with you. Listen, there's a T-Rump victory shindig a couple of sand dunes from here. That away, he said, pointing north. I'm sure your father would love having you in attendance. You know what I mean? An awkward wink punctuated his question. Tavanka turned to Jared, who replied with a helpless shrug. They gathered the children and soon headed north. Tavanka trudged alongside the McMulvaney, waiting to catch his eye. How's my father feeling? she finally asked. Don't ask. I'm so glad I found you. Misery loves company. Join me next week for more incredible adventures here at the T-Rump Dig. Somebody get me a diet coker!